In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be seated. The genesis of the good news about Jesus, the Son of God. That's how St. Mark begins his gospel. This genesis is written in Isaiah and Malachi. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Later on, when the Pharisees ask John who he is, he quotes this passage. I am a voice crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. There seems to be sort of a tension here. Is John a voice or the voice? But we remember that John is not the voice that makes paths straight. Only the voice of God, even God himself, can do such a thing. God himself from eternity past has come to earth. Clothed in human flesh, he has become man. And all men are to walk in his way. God has given us the Ten Commandments as a description of his holy will and so that we would know his design for his creation. His love demands that we walk in the ways that are most beneficial for us. And yet, how often we find ourselves transgressing that law. How often we walk in our own ways, doing what seems right in our own eyes unable to see God's goodness and turning away from him. A voice cries in the wilderness, repent, be baptized, be forgiven. That is what it means to walk in Jesus' way. Receive by faith the Lord's cross upon forehead and heart. Receive his name upon you. Jesus seeks to come into everyone, but if they are not prepared for his coming, his entrance will destroy them. Jesus is coming in judgment at the end of time, at an hour that none of us expect. A coming like a thief when you are least prepared. In St. Mark's Gospel, there's something abrupt about the way his book begins. And so Mark describes his Gospel as a beginning, a genesis, the kind of language that might cause us to expect that St. Mark is going to give us a creation account. And there is a way in which we might consider this text a creation account, although it is very different from the one in Genesis 1. But I think we might even say that the creation account in Genesis 1 is a reflection of this account. Just as the first creation began with a voice crying out, and suddenly there was light. For St. Mark, John the Baptist doesn't seem to have an origin. He just appears. And he preaches in the place where there is nothing, in the wilderness, After 400 years of silence since the the prophet Malachi, suddenly there is a new voice, 
one crying out about preparation and repentance. Yes, Mark's gospel has an abrupt beginning, but the surprise of the sudden appearance of John in the wilderness will pale in comparison to the coming of Jesus at the close of the age. In the midst of our lives, suddenly Jesus will appear in all his power and glory. That's why we hear John's preaching every Advent. God commands all people everywhere to repent because no one is righteous. Every one of us needs to be rescued from our sin. In Christians, repentance continues daily until the end of this life. We know that every thought, word, and deed is filled with sin. And so that's what we confess. So in this way, we confess all sins, excluding or forgetting none. And our forgiveness is just as certain. For the suffering and blood of the innocent Lamb of God takes away the sin of the whole world. And when you have sins that trouble or disturb you, you can come and confess them and hear the word of absolution from your pastor as from God himself, knowing that by that voice your sins are forgiven before God in heaven. That's why John has come. He is a voice to prepare men to meet the Messiah through repentance and forgiveness. That when the Messiah comes, the Lord in the flesh would save them and not destroy them. We heard about this in Sunday's gospel lesson, too. In the days of Noah, a flood was coming for everyone. For those housed in the ark, the coming flood means salvation. But for those outside the ark, the flood means certain destruction. So it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Those who reject Jesus and prefer to stand on their own merits will be condemned to eternal judgment. But those who are in Jesus, who rest in his righteousness, will be saved. That's why John's preaching back then is also the preaching that we need today. We still need to be prepared for Jesus' coming. And by his grace, that's what our God has done in sending us Jesus in the flesh to suffer and die and rise for us. So may he who began a good work in us bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.